0: The Patriots lost last night on a last oh. uh, Facebook live i don 't know if you heard the applause, but this is a room room full of haters uh, so let's uh, let 's pray for these people uh, no I actually didn 't watch the game because uh, I was like, if they lose i 'll never get to sleep uh, so then Jordan started texting me, uh, blowing up my phone. And I woke up at eleven and, uh, so we also need, uh, we're taking applications for a new youth leader now. Uh, so let's, uh, pray for Jordan. Uh, but again, as, as we do start this series though, uh, let's seriously pray. Uh, God, I, Lord, I thank you, Father, that, Lord, you're good with laughter. <laughs> that you enjoy our laughter. <laughs> Father, that you have come to give us life and life to the full. <laughs> Father, as we begin and embark on this critical series, Father, um, looking at health father whole body health physical mental emotional spiritual father all are important and all can be neglected <laughs> father would you bring these things to mind would you help us to focus in father in by the end of these 4 weeks would we if we walked in this room not being able to declare father that you've never failed <laughs> Because we see you as a failure, Father, would by the end of these few weeks, as we grow in health, Father, would we declare as an anthem, you are a victorious God. (laughs) We love you in your powerful name, Jesus, amen. So around October, I, I looked over my uh, 2019 goals and I realized that two of them probably weren't going to happen. Uh, the first one, they had to maintain my weight uh, under 170 by the end of the year. I kind of had a fluffy, my fluffy body for the year uh, at that time. And I was like, oh, I'm going into Thanksgiving uh, and Christmas uh, that's fluffy season, so ah, uh, that's gonna be hard for me. Uh, and so I failed at that one. That one didn't happen because I was like, the, hey, the 21 days of prayer and fasting. We're gonna do that as a church. So I need a fluffy body. Uh, so I'll hit that in 21 days. Uh, but then I was like, three chapters in a book. I was like, I didn't do that. I only wrote one, and so I need to write two more. And I only have like a month left, and like the holidays and busy. And so I focus some time on the weekends and whatnot. I did accomplish uh, that one, but. Had I lived my year with resolve, I would have looked over these goals and been like, hey, I'm on track. We're making progress. Let's finish, finish strong. But I, I hadn't lived my year with resolve over these things. And so I got to the point of looking at my goals and realizing I am likely going to fail. How many of us can relate to that where where, where we go to places, places of indecision, where, where we have resolved, we say these things we want to do, but, but we're not really resolved, and so we get to a place of indecision. What, what I mean by that is if I was resolved to be a certain weight by the end of the year when I had the choice between Twinkies and a salad, the decision was already made for me because I'm resolved to be at a certain weight, so I'm going to choose the salad, but no, I can't choosing the Twinkies. I wasn't resolved. And when those things came to me, it was a place of indecision. We do this with our faith. How many of us compromise our faith? Because when a decision is before us, we treat it with an element of indecision. What if in 2020, we were resolved to honor God with all that we do? To, to strive for holiness. If that is our resolve, when something becomes comes before us, the decision is already made. When it's pleasing my friends or pleasing God, it's not a matter of indecision. I've already made the decision. I'm going to honor God with what's before me. When it comes time to honor God with my physical health, well, well man, the decision is already made for me if I'm resolved to honor God. I want to look... <laughs> At some individuals today that were resolved. They were resolved to obey God, and then God blessed them as the process went along. I want you and I to see what determined, resolve resolution looks like. So we're going to be in uh, Daniel chapter 1 today. It's in the Old Testament. You can turn there in your Bibles. Uh, You can also look on the screen or in the app. Here's the first three words of what we're looking at. But Daniel resolved. He made a decision. His upbringing was such where I want to honor God as a Jewish person. And so there was something that was coming before him where where now, because I'm resolved, now there is tension because of my resolved, resolution, nature, that he would not defile himself with the king's food. So something is before Daniel that is connected with defilement, something that would not be good for a Jewish person. This is where the religious, the spiritual tension grows. What is before me will dishonor my God or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. Daniel and a bunch of dudes, they're young dudes, they're, they're likely teenagers. They grew up in, in Israel, but Israel had a, had a whole slew of seasons put together where they were honoring God. And God said, "I, you're going to be exiled. You're gonna be taken out of the promised land if you don't obey me. And they chose not to obey. And so Daniel is part of the crew that was exiled out of Israel. So They're living in Israel as Jewish men and women. The Babylonians come in, conquer Israel, and take these men and women away from Israel. And now they live in the Babylonian Empire. But they're Jewish people. And so Daniel is one of the wise people that's going to be used for the king. He's going to help the king. But he's not a Babylonian. So he's looking at this new life, and he's wondering, like, what, where can, where what, 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 what won't compromise my faith? So Daniel gets a new name. Daniel's not his actual name. Getting a new name that won't compromise my faith. He's he's going to get re-educated. He's going to add to his education. Why? To grow in wisdom. To to help the king. Well, that won't compromise my faith. But this new food, it might. This new, we don't necessarily know exactly why he was considering it something that would defile. Maybe it was food that was sacrificed to idols and then be, be, being given to the wise people. I can't eat food that was sacrificed to idols. I can't eat food that maybe it's the meat, maybe it's the drink, maybe whatever it is, Daniel looks at it and knows this will lead to defilement. He knows. That God is taking me, taking me out of Israel and put me in Babylon. That I am in Babylon, but I don't have to be of Babylon. I can be in my culture, but not of my culture. I am determined to honor my God. And this has very little to do with culture and a lot to do with his, res- his resolved nature to honor God. He's coming not to a fork in a road, but to a T. Which way am I going to go? Will I turn and honor God? Will I turn and honor the King? So he saw something. He said something needs to change, and he made plans. He did something about it. You and I right now, as I'm saying this, as, as we're thinking about resolutions and things of that nature, maybe God has already put on your mind, something needs to change. Great. You've identified it. You said, you know what? Maxing out my credit card ain't good. In 2020, I'm going to make some of the changes. And so you're, you're writing down. You're in your mind. You're thinking through. Maybe you've already done this. You put the plans in place for better financial health. Great. You're looking at 20, 20, think, you're like, you know what? I need to lose a few pounds. I need to, uh, Christmas was real good for me. I'm going to hit the gym now. And so you've made some plans. You've identified your thinking, and now you make your plans. Whatever it might be, you've, ident- and you've done that. That's great. That is all wonderful, to identify and to make plans. Nehemiah, in another book in the Bible, he, ha- he saw that they needed to build a wall. That was something that needed in Jerusalem. And then he made plans to build the wall. And then what he did... He built the wall. So all the plans that right now many of us have on paper. A wall wasn't just built. I didn't just lose some pounds. Uh, uh, I didn't all of a sudden become financially healthy with with the plans on the piece of paper. Those are Graham's sermon notes from last week. I didn't just preach Graham's notes. (laughs) You can have all the plans that you want. you can be resolved enough to get do the good thing, get it on paper, to have a plan. That's great, but it gets to a point where we need to take action and do something about it because our culture is not encouraging us to do it. If our culture encouraged us to do this, we'd all be we'd at the way we want to be. If our culture encouraged us to do this, we'd all be financially really healthy instead of buying, buying, buying. But our culture doesn't encourage these things. And so there's a need to be resolved, which means to go against the grain. So when we come to our culture, I want to be for the lost, but not of the lost. I want to be for the unsaved, the unchurched, but not of them. I want them to understand what healthy relationships look like. I want them to understand what what church looks like and what church really can be. I want them to understand who Jesus Christ is. I want to take it to them and bring them here and be among us and to celebrate and worship God and to sing, my God has never failed alongside us. But that does not mean that I'm going to go into the community and say, you know what? I'll just hang at the strip club because I'm trying to reach the lost. (laughs) No, you idiot. (laughs) It means we go to the community without sacrificing what God has called us to do. Our resolve speaks our focus. And so here's where where the story of Daniel continues. It says, and God gave Daniel then what? Favor and compassion. So in response to Daniel's resolve, God meets him with favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my Lord, the king. The king the, this eunuch dude, uh, this chief dude, doesn't serve the one true God. He shows who his king is. I fear my Lord, the king, who assigns your food and your drink. For why should he see that you're in worse condition than the youths that are of your own age? Assuming if you eat your diet, this is not going to be good for you. I assume the result. Uh, so, you would endanger my head with the king. A natural result, if you don't obey the king, you lose your head. So, the head Hancho is not having it. So, where does God's favor and compassion come? Then Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had assigned over Daniel. Uh, those three names that are, okay, they're there. Uh, and he goes, so, he goes down the chain of command. Now he's like, okay, I didn't work with the head honcho. Now I'll go down a level. Uh, test your servants for 10 days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. The ed- Like, hey, we want to have this diet for the long haul. We want this to be our permanent diet, but I'm going to put a test before you 10 days. Let's not get lost in the big picture. Let's just keep it right nice and simple. Just 10 days, 10 days. And so, uh, let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them. I mean, some Jewish men that, that lived with resolve, now won favor with a, with a Gentile pagan person? It's amazing what, how God will meet us when we live with resolve in this matter. And he tested them for 10 days. Daniel knows. Say, I need to obey the king, but ultimately, I need to obey the one and only King. So here's a decision that has come my way. Uh, I, I, I should be wise. I should be fit for the king. But really, I need to honor the king of kings, lord of lords. And the word that comes when he shows favor is, is the Hebrew word hesed, which, which means loyal love. It's the highest form of uh, in the Hebrew language of this love from God to man. This favor that God is loyal to them. How does he show loyalty? He makes a way for them to do a very challenging diet. That's favor. Some of you walked in here thinking, well, I have God's favor because life is simple. Life is hunky-dory. So I have God's favor. You know, God's favor sometimes leads to life being a little bit more challenging. Mary had God's favor, what we just looked at over the Christmas season. Mary had God's favor, and she had a kid that made life a whole lot more challenging for her. You might have God's favor over your life right now, and it might bring you some hardship that paves the way for you to be obedient before God. Daniel, these young men, <laughs> they're not rude, they're not obnoxious, they're not stubborn. And so this, 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 this Gentile ruler, he's able to listen to them. They look at the situation and they think, you know what, there's only two outcomes. You defile or you lose your head. We all lose our heads. If I say no to the king, my head's gone, your head's gone, all heads are rolling, quite literally. And so they think that's the only option. But God gives Daniel wisdom to go down the chain of command. Gives him wisdom to see a third option. Let's just do a 10-day test. Test us against the other youth, but really... He doesn't say this verbally, but he's, let's test God. Let's see how God meets us in our resolve. Let's see what God does here. He puts themselves to the test, but really he's putting God to the test. And in the end result is they could all lose their heads. Your holiness, my holiness, our striving, our trying to be more and more like Jesus Christ, it's ultimately risky business as we go against the grain in, in our communities. They could lose their heads. Our our faith that is worth something is going to be worth something when we're willing to risk it all for the sake of the gospel. Graham and I both have different weight journeys. We were both heavier. So I asked his wife, Heather, for a before and after picture. And uh, she's like, Oh, you mean sexy Graham and sexier Graham? I was like, Okay, look, I didn't say that. That's awkward, but you do you. And uh, so here's a before and after for Graham. Now, Graham and I, again, different journeys, but we both had an issue where we're like, We need to, we need to honor God better with our, with our weight. And so Graham's journey was he was all into the diets every single year, like every quarter. He's changing his diet. It's so annoying if if you're a friend, his friend. And so sometimes he's doing intermittent fasting. Sometimes he's vegan. Sometimes sometimes he's doing keto. Sometimes, like, you name the diet, he has done it. And so you never know what's, how you're gonna have lunch with him, but he's doing all these different types of diets, and then he's into weightlifting as a way to, to keep his body fit and in shape. He knew that there was something he needed to do. He knew culture was saying, more cheeseburgers, please. And and so he knew he needed to be resolved. His resolve went that different direction. That That's how he did it. My resolve uh, Ava's, Ava helped me find these pictures. She included herself, which was very, very nice. And uh, she, so my journey was slightly different, but we had the same same issue. We needed to lose some weight. So for me, I needed to eat a little bit healthier, but it wasn't like I'm going to pick this diet or this diet. I just was like, I'm going to eat and stop eating enough to feed a whole tribe of people. I'll eat a little bit less and make better choices with my food. And I'm not into weightlifting. I worked out with Graham like three times and he broke me. So I'll never work out with Graham again. Uh, I'm into the... Into the uh, cardio. I do the elliptical. That looks like you're insane. Like you're climbing. Are you climbing? Are you running? Who knows? But I'm on the elliptical every morning. I went the cardio and just trying to make better decisions about my health. The point is resolving to better health might look different for each of us. But are we resolved to do it? Are we resolved to make the changes that are needed? I can't tell you exactly the changes that you need to make. But that you might be able to tell you what the end result should be. Now, how are we going to get there? Again, in a culture that isn't going to support these decisions. That's what worship is. When we just sing these songs, we sing verbally, God, I am ascribing you worth. I worship you. I'm not worshiping the band. I'm not worshiping the pastor on stage. I'm not worshiping Wellspring. I sing and I sing these songs. And it's my songs to you. I worship you. I ascribe God worth. So when we do that with our actions, we're going to make somebody mad. When when you're no longer going to spend too much money, you're going to make somebody mad that has been being spent on. When you're going to make certain changes, who are you going to ascribe worth to to say, I honor you above this person. And that might be a shift in who you've been worshiping this past year. So look at my friend, Michelle Proto, who made a decision. I'm, not, I'm going to stop working unhealthy hours. You know who she made mad? Her boss. Because she's going to value her health. Ascribe worth to God and say, God has designed me to work this way. I'm going to work this way. So are you resolved to work healthy hours, even if it makes your boss mad? Are you resolved? My son gets mad when he wants an item. And Ava and I work on a budget. I resolve to make him mad, to honor my God with our spending, to give him what he needs, not necessarily what he wants. So this year, are you resolved to honor God with your finances, even if it means a tighter budget and making somebody mad? Are you resolved to honor God in your marriage relationship by taking your wife on a date once a month, even if it means one less night out with the guys? You might make the guys mad, but are you resolved to honor God and value your wife with a date night? Are you resolved to be on the high school basketball team and on the weekends when they're out boozing and cruising, you're gonna honor God and say, I'll find some good fun, but it's not gonna be that type of fun. Who are you resolved to honor and worship? This is how the story goes and at the end of the 10 days, it was seen that they were better in appearance, fatter in flesh. And all the youths who ate the king's food. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. They win the test. So the steward took away their food and their wine and, and their drink and gave them gave him vegetables. You eat vegetable. So here's a whole lot of Babylonians that have to religiously eat this way. Daniel and his buddies do it, and now all these people that were eating steaks and drinking wine, they're the first buzzkills in the Bible. Like now, now it's like Daniel did it, so now we all have to do it. <laughs> the end of the 10 day test is not that they were just equal to the others, they were better. They actually got fat on vegetables. How do you do that? <laughs> They tested their God. They didn't take a magic pill to better health. They didn't take a magic pill to, I'll just honor God. Like, no, they did the hard work, and God met them in that place. No shortcuts. Brady, Brady woke up one morning, saw that I wasn't eating breakfast, and he said, Dad, you should go wash your face. Offensive. Go to your room. <laughs> And I was like, like, no, we both laughed because the the day before he had heard me uh, listening to the Bible about uh, Jesus saying, hey, when you fast, you should wash your face. And I was like, oh, pastor's kids, oh, good for you. (laughs) We had a little laugh about it. And Brady's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to fast with you. It's by OCD, right? It gets you. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, Brady, Brady was like, I'm going to fast with you. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, so he wasn't eating breakfast. Like, okay, well, then you need to go when you need to pray. Like, leave, leave the table and go and pray. And, he, then he looked at me, he's like, all right, I'll have some cereal. I was like, oh, okay, like, so we're not really committed to this. And uh, other other times, Brady, Brady is good with, uh, he's done this a few times where he's saying that he's fasting, then we'll walk down and we'll see that he's eating. And we're like, Brady, why are you eating? And he'll, he'll make the T sign, and he'll say, I took a time out. <laughs> I took a time out from fasting, I'm gonna eat, and then I'm going to continue my fast. Now we're like, well Brady, uh, that's not really how this works. (laughs) But if I am honest, he saw that in me. He sees daddy fasting, but when daddy gets a little hangry, daddy will have a a banana. (laughs) When daddy gets a little moody, daddy will make a really rich glass of chocolate milk during a fast and drink that. I'm given over to fasting, but I'm also given over to cheating, and my son saw that. So the question for you and I is, what are we determined to do? The nation of Israel is in the midst of discipline, so you might even be disciplined in your life right now. Are you resolved to honor God? You might be among a group of people that are causing you to be slaves to things that you shouldn't be slaves to. Are you resolved to honor God? The 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 excuse that you can't is a hundred percent bullcrap. The the what the question is before us is: Will you? If you're looking for the ideal time, then the, the ideal time is never. The, the world that we live is not ideally wanting us to honor God. If you're looking for the ideal life, guess what? We live in broken humanity. It's not going to come. So resolve now. Are you going to honor your God? And he will meet you in your determination and help you along the way, giving you his strength. So at the end of this year, when you turn the page onto 2021, who are you going to make mad? Who's pleased with your life right now that you need to determine right now, I need to make them mad and describe my God worth. I'm gonna stop living. That, this is the biggest lesson for me in 2019. I don't live for your approval. <laughs> I don't live for my wife's approval, my kid's approval. I live for the approval of one person, Jesus Christ, Every decision falls in place after that. So who are you going to honor this year? Our big thought for this, this morning is this. A determined God meets us in a place of determined obedience. This is true of, 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 these, of these young men. We know that eventually they will be so determined to honor God, they're willing to go to a fiery furnace. They're so determined to honor God, they're willing to go into a lion's den. They will, will be willing to risk their lives. Jesus will one day walk this earth and be face-to-face with Satan, throwing all temptation on Jesus, and Jesus will walk win the day. Be like Daniel. Be like his friends. Be like Jesus and focus in on better health to honor God. So we're gonna fo- today we're focused on, on, on physical health. What's coming is emotional. What's coming is spiritual. What's coming uh, is, is mental. All of those things are healthy. Whole body health. But today we're focused in on the physical health. Are you committed to honoring God with the body that he has given to you? And what will you do about that this year? So, we've invited people to start this 21 day prayer and fast. Ava, if you could come up here with me. My wife and I have done it a few times. And uh, so, I wanted my wife just to help me take a moment to explain the challenge. Would you join us in a 21 day prayer and fast? To eat like Daniel, pray like Daniel, uh, this is a fast. There's a thousand different types of fast. You can fast from social media. You can fast from people, I guess. I don't know, but you can fast from other things. <laughs> like uh, our kids? No, we we're fast not fasting our from kids. our kids, but uh, but the point, like we're focused on the physical health, and that's why we're focused in on, on a certain diet to help us go to prayer, but also to, to eat better. So can you explain the diet a little bit?
1: Yeah, so Who's excited, <laughs> guys? Um, I personally love this fast. Um, we have, like you said, we've done it a couple times, and you're welcome because Daniel only got vegetables, and you guys get fruit, so that's a great day. <laughs> so the fast basically is super clean diet. It's vegetables, fruit, whole grains like your whole wheat pasta, um, quinoa, brown rice, those kind of things. So you're gonna want to keep out white flours. Um, yeah, but everything else is pretty much on the table as far as fruits and vegetables and whole grains go, um, and then water, and water without, you know, those little ground up coffee beans inside of it, (laughs) so we're going to keep that though, but yeah, we're keeping out the dairy, we're keeping out our processed foods, um, anything fried, we're keeping that out, um, sugars, all the really great stuff that we love, we're keeping all that out, um, so yeah, and it's, um, it's fun going to be great, and we're going to mm. be all in it together. Well, so. it is.
0: Okay. But the thing is, it is technically a fast. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So I, we've done this for like a whole month where the first two weeks, like, I was gaining weight because I was eating all the <laughs> whole wheat pasta, right. all the potatoes. And I was like, I'm not really treating this like a fast. Like, I'm not like, I'm just like splurging and like, okay, like, well, the point is a fast to... So that we can go to prayer and feel a little bit of hunger pains, yeah. but like Ava said, like you still get a little bit of food, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, so, what are some like, if you like, if you're on a budget, or if you're like, I just like, what would I eat for snacks? How would you do this on the go? Some tips and tricks.
1: Tips and tricks. I like it. Thanks. Um, so yeah, so I don't know if you guys have checked out our social media. We have been posting a lot of things, hopefully, to just get you prepared. Because this is not a normal way we eat. You know, Jason and I are having a massive steak today because we love steaks. So we're going to be, we love those meats. Um, so we don't normally, typically, most of us don't eat like this. And so it is a little complicated. It's a different way to do it. So we have posted some things on our social media to hopefully help you guys to know. I posted, I went grocery shopping yesterday. And so I posted what I bought at the store to give you some website. ideas. Yeah. Wellspring.one slash fasting.
0: Yes, yeah. or something. Um,
1: or anything on our Facebook, our social media as well. So um, budget-wise, we all know that produce is a little bit more expensive. Organic produce is a little bit more expensive. So um, yes, you have that. You have the fruits and vegetables that you're spending money on. But you're not spending on things on, like, meat. So you're b- kind of balancing that out a little bit and also you're not spending like you know your five to ten dollars at Starbucks every day like me so we're gonna oh, we're gonna kind of balance all that out and um, so it can be a little bit more expensive but if you plan guys plan this out do not make it complicated it can be simple you don't have to have extravagant meals keep it simple it's only 21 days. you can do this for 21 days you don't have to eat super complex be a gourmet chef just keep it simple um, and check out our social media for ideas. Um, you know, if you do work outside, if you work construction, anything that you're really just needing lunch, there are, we are going to be posting some things about some things that you can buy at a restaurant um, that are going to be clean and just meal prepping ideas, lunch ideas. So check out our social media and stay on top of that. We're going to be checking in with each other once a week at the end of the week to see how we're doing physically, but also spiritually, because this is a fast. And we we really do want to encourage you guys, I especially you guys, if you have been considering it Please do this. God can do and will do amazing things through a church that is united in something like this. So we just can't wait to
0: see. Some of my snacks that I like uh, on this is like rice cakes, yeah. uh, which I don't typically eat outside of this fast. But rice cakes with a little bit of the pure peanut butter, like water and nuts. Uh, I, I like to take. Sh- I like to make shakes, like blend everything They're up in really the morning gross. and just like They're really suck gross. it down. They're gross. But yeah. anyways, that's my lunch and my breakfast. Lara Bars. Lara Bars. Lara bars. Lara bars.
1: It's a, a super clean bar that you can eat. It's vegetables. And fruits, and those are just really great snack things on the go that you can eat.
0: Popcorn Um, with sea salt is good. Popcorn with sea
1: salt, stay Mm -hmm. away from your vegetable oils, anything processed, olive oil, which all you Italians are going to be fine anyways. (laughs) Um, So you guys will be fine.
0: So Keep in mind that this is something to encourage our health. So if you just had a surgery or something where your doctor's like, hey, if you do this, you will die don't do it. <laughs> uh, but also remember that it is a fast, <laughs> uh, and so there might be some pain. Like, you, you'll get to that place, like, do I make an excuse? Like, for me, like, I wake up really early, so c- not drinking coffee is going to suck, but I could make the excuse, hey, wake up so early, I'll just drink. Like, no, like, I really want to do this and focus in on, like, giving God everything, everything I, I can. Uh, and so at the end of 21 days, we're hoping to be healthier. But the other side of this is a spiritual side, that we're calling it a fast for a reason. Uh, and so we want to invite you guys at 7 a.m. Uh, to our church starting tomorrow morning. Uh, there will be a staff member or an elder here every single morning. This includes Saturdays and Sundays at 7 a.m. Uh, to focus in on prayer. And what do we want to focus in on prayer for our church is, is, uh, is what are we going to do to grow? Uh, we've looked at some, some properties and whatnot, and to get us to like two services on a Sunday, one on a Monday, to, to grow like, in that regards, our next step is 3 to $10 million. <laughs> uh, and so unless somebody in the room drops 3 to $10 million in the offering today... Okay, so if that doesn't happen, <laughs> our our next step is probably a campus. And so praying like God, like what will that cost? How, how will we do that? Campus has a way has a way of, of sinking a church. We don't want to be sunk. <laughs> uh, and so uh, the wisdom behind that, where we would go, how do we reach more people for the gospel of Jesus Christ? And so that's as a church what we're going to be focusing in on. Uh, and so I invite you to that 7 a.m. Uh, for the next 21 days, starting uh, tomorrow. I want to end with just giving you guys a glimpse of our, our value endless growth. I think both are at play in this series. We want to grow spiritually. We want to be more and more like Jesus Christ over these next four weeks. Will you join me on that process? And on that process, if we grow spiritually and hub up, get into our own little circles, we're not really growing If we grow spiritually and go on mission for Jesus Christ to reach more and more people, that's what growth is. And so I want to encourage us to grow, and I want to encourage us to reach more and more people for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So would you stand uh, for me, and let me pray over over us in this moment. God, for the next, Father, I pray for our lifetimes. (laughs) We commit to giving you everything. (laughs) But Father, as we put our version of a 10-day test before you, 21 days of honoring you with our physical, honoring you with our mental, honoring you with our emotional, honoring you with our spiritual. Father, as we put this before us, before you, would you meet us in this place? As we live with resolve, Father, as we become healthy and fit, in the whole body sense of those words, would our community want what we have? Would they see us as a healthy organization, a healthy, healthy relationships? Would they see healthy, healthy, healthy? And would they crave what is healthy as they see what is unhealthy in their own lives? And so Jesus, we love you. We commit this time to you. Meet us in this place. In your powerful name, Jesus, amen. We'll see you guys next week.